Alexander Snitker, libertarian, republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee, the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, and the winner of the trifecta, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Feeling uh, feeling good today. It's a little strange being here at this time of day uh, since we're, we're doing the show uh, on a Saturday evening as opposed to a Saturday morning. Yes. So. Yes, we are. And I appreciate your flexibility in the matter. Uh, because I had a uh, emergency that popped up this uh, morning with the uh, wife's cleaning company that required that I clean an Airbnb on Saturday. How did have you clean my house? You will that not would be have fun. that happen. Yeah, that will not I be should. a thing that would happen. Uh, okay, the hang, only way. Hang on a second. I do hire your company to clean my house. Yes. Okay. Yes. And my and, wife is the one. One of my wives is the ones that does it. And and she's awesome. She is know? good. Yeah. Takes so. too long, but she's good. Uh, she does a phenomenal job. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That, that's why all the customers that have her love her and don't want anybody else. Right. Right. Plus, I get to watch her bending over all the time, which is just phenomenal. I'm sure you love that. Too. I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like it's it's a similar thing as if you know your wife's boobies were on my back when she was giving me her right, head. which I would Again, I would you know, you know support you enjoying to the fullest. Yes. You know, straddling uh, my God. knee. Like we, maybe we shouldn't sound like swingers so much on the air. <laughs> Just for the record, Alex and I do not wife swap. No, no. <laughs> we, we've thrown the idea out there, but, you know, it, it, it didn't work out. <laughs> no, well, we didn't. Oh, we did. Oh, that's what you say. I don't remember that. <laughs> but I'd, uh, do, I'd do that. Yeah, I had, I had a good time. So I, I actually uh, got to uh, rework my, my day today and ended up uh, at the, uh, the horse track. So, so hold on. Which horse track were you at? Though? Tampa Bay Downs. The yeah. one off racetrack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, do they actually have horses there, or are you it, watching horses in other places? Is that an actual question? It's. Oh I, no! It's the dog tracks that do it now. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. No. No. The dog tracks. They, well, they closed the all dog, the dog tracks. If you go to the, well, no, no. You know what they do now though. At the it's dog all paramutuals. Yeah. Yeah. It's they do they they do it in other places. Right. Right. That's called paramutuals. Oh okay. yeah. My bad. But uh, yeah, so it was a good time. I uh, walked out with uh, about uh, 25 bucks more than I walked in with, so that's always a good day. That is always a good day. Well, when yeah. you walk out with more than you walked in with, it's that's, a good day. Yeah, you, you Do get... they have a poker room there? Yeah. yeah. Did you play poker? No, not today. Today so, was not a poker I, I have played poker there you know, before, but uh, not something I do regularly. Today was just gambling on the ponies. Yeah, well, you know, uh, my, uh, my kid and his buddy uh, were going, a family friend, basically. And uh, so I said, hey, I got nothing to do. I'll tag along with you. So uh, we all had a good time. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad one of us is having a good week. Yeah, yeah. So, so I am not having. A cheers good week, to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> so, and again, I can't say too much right now, only because there's probably going to be pending legal, um, uh, legal things going on with this. But yeah, as your attorney, I will advise you when to shut the hell up. All right, thank you. I appreciate right. that. So, I was uh, Ubering on Monday night, and. 
I was driving westbound. Okay, on, too much detail. Oh, hold on. Nah, right. Yeah. I was hit by a drunk driver. Allegedly. And my car was totaled. Yeah. So, and since the rest of the week, it's been pretty shitty fucking week overall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Just in so many different levels, it's been a shitty week. But, I, look, I will say this. In the positive aspect, I am still alive. Right, right. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably as far as you should go into that story. Now, but... and that's as and look, and that's as far as I am going to go in that story. However, yeah. fuck drunk drivers. And, and, and let me just say this too: if you hit someone and then you run without checking to see if that person is hurt and may need medical attention, right? You are the lowest form of life on earth. That's pretty low. Yeah. You are a complete scum to the nth degree, and I wish you nothing but ill. I, I hope a, a thousand camels park in your armpits and die there. You know, if there was only a law against drunk driving, you know, then people wouldn't do it. It's such a shame that they can't get a law like that done. <laughs> they, they absolutely have laws like that. Oh, do they And really? I'm not advocating for more laws. I will, I, I will say one thing that I am advocating for. Florida's a no-fault state. And I think that if you hit someone and you've been drinking and driving, that you should not be shielded by the no 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 fault the no fault uh, laws. Right. You should be able to be sued to the nth degree for for your whatever whatever it is that you've done. You should be able to be sued in addition to the jail time that you're going to get for that. Right. Right. Which again, I think that's very libertarian. As a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, I think we just ought to go over there and take all his stuff. I'm going to refrain give, from making any comment on give, that. Give them a good thrashing, too. I'm going to refrain from making making any comment That's on that. That's me speaking hypothetically. So yeah. we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> That's my anarchist solution to the problem. So <laughs> I, like, and there's one other thing that I want to say. There are people that I know that sometimes I only talk to them, it seems to me at least, when tragedy strikes. Because I had to actually talk to a, another person to, this week because uh, I, in addition to all this other stuff, I actually went to a funeral this week because our, our a good friend of mine, good friend of yours, yeah. Andrew Nappy, had died recently, and I went to his funeral as well. But I stopped by someone else's house, and I'll, leave, I'll, I'll or stop by his office, and I'll leave his name, I'll leave him, leave his name out of it. But you know, lately I've only talked to this guy when when I've had problems in my life, and I actually feel really bad about this. But, like, I work so much right now. Like, literally the only thing that I have that I can go and do that it's not work-related is this show. Like, that's it, man. Other than that, I'm, I'm up, you know, I'm 13 hours a day, six days a week, man. I'm working. I, let me just say this. I apologize to anybody when I only come to you when I have, when I have to talk to you about something. I just... I it, I feel like shit about it, but at the same time, I just I wish people could also understand that I, like I'm, I'm I'm working my fucking ass off just to try to make it in life, and <laughs> when weeks like this happen, it's like man, you can only you you you're trying to do the right thing, you're trying to work hard, and something like this happens that just throws you for a for a loop, and. I mean, it sounds it sounds very depressing, and I have been super depressed this week. I'm not gonna lie to you; I've been very depressed this week and very much 
you know, questioning everything. But I mean, at the same time, you know, it is what it is. You know, you get it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get back up kind right, of thing. Right. And I'm still gonna get back up even if even if I have to <laughs> like you know, the next day I had to, the next day after the crash, there were, you know, you have to go and do some things, you know, you read, you know, you got to file the reports, you got to file with the insurance, you got to do all this other stuff. I had to go back down and pull all the stuff out of the car. Oh God, what a horrible time that was. Like when I got there, cause look, I was really taking good care of that car. Right. 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 Like I was washing it at all. Like every day was getting, every time I'd go out before I'd go out, I'd wash it. All the oil changes were up to date. I was getting them right before, you know, either right at or right before. Like this thing was going to last me a long time. And like when I went there to go pull all the stuff, cause I had, you know, I couldn't pull anything out of the car cause I got taken away in an ambulance. And, um, when I went to go pull the stuff out of the car, I just started crying. Like I just started just like looking at the car and was just so sad. I'm like, Oh man. And then I had to get a rental from Uber again and they gave me another fucking red car again. <laughs> so now the car and it's a car instead of the, instead of the, Instead of a Kia Soul. Right. So, like, like now I got to sit down deep in the, you know, like, it's just, it's a, riding a car sucks. So, I got that one, at least until we can get all the car situation taken care of. And then the next one I'll get is probably going to be a third-seater van, you know, so I could take XL rides, because I'm still going to do this for at least the rest of this year. But, you know, and I keep saying this, <laughs> I've said this so many times that it almost makes me sick now when I say it, but... I'm just hoping that I don't have to work so hard by the end of this year. <laughs> like, I'm really hoping that maybe this year is the year that I could turn some of this stuff around. Don't get me wrong, man. Some of my problems are self, uh, self-inflicted, self you know what I mean? Like, some of this stuff is self-inflicted. But, man, there's a bunch of this shit that ain't fucking self-inflicted. And I don't know what the fuck I did that was so wrong to cause <laughs> these fucking problems. But, man, I got to tell you, I, th- I think I might have paid for it by now. At least I hope I have paid for it by now. Even though I don't think I have, and I'm sure there's another something coming down the pipe, but you know, I just you just got to keep working and keep keep going, man. It's just you know, look, I and, and look, I'm sure that there's people listening to this program, listening to this podcast that have had problems and struggles, and I am not trying in any way, shape, manner, or form to diminish anything that you're going through. The only thing I would tell you is is that you're not the only one going through stuff. You know, all of us have issues and trials and tribulations in life and, you know, just keep working. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. 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 I mean, grand scheme of things, <laughs> your problems ain't that bad, man. Yeah. No. Especially when you. Fuck it. Drive on. Yeah. yeah. No. Especially. Look, especially when like I was like on Friday, we did the I went to Nappy's Memorial and it was. It was one of those things where when you look at like Nappy, like did the right thing. He was just getting ready to retire. He was he was retiring. Right. He was about to, you know, live leisurely with his wife. And, you know, he's got a daughter and a grandchild and all this other stuff. And then get some stupid freaking rare lung disease and is dead a month later. Right. After going through horrible, miserable pain. During that time frame, and again, I didn't see him in forever. And then finally, I finally t- took him half to go to the hospital in order for me to go and see him. Um, which again, I rearranged my schedule and didn't go out and went to go see him. I mean, again, I'm, it's not about me; it's about him. But like, 
you know, when you see that going on, you're like, man, that guy that was doing everything he could do the right way. He had a loving wife. He, again, he had a good family. There was a bunch of people there. Beza gave up, you know, Beza is like his best friend. And so John Beza, you know, oh, yeah. episode 15, um, <laughs> um, you know, he gave the eulogy and they talked a lot about the knowledge that Andrew had because Andrew was a very knowledgeable oh, yeah, person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Super genius guy. And um, something else I didn't know, by the way, you know, he was a Marine. I think I knew that, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That was weird. Hmm. So, uh, at any rate, you know, again, things could be worse. And Nappy, I hope you are. If there is a heaven, I hope he's there, and I hope he's smiling down, and I hope he's... Yeah, he was a good guy. Really good guy. I liked liked Andrew. He was a really good guy. I've known him for, you know, 2019. Oh, a long time. Yeah. 09 to 2023. Yep. So, it's just sad. I, I just... Again, it's I God, I feel so depressed. It's, it's so depressing, but at the same time, like again, it's one of those things where it puts everything in perspective when you're when you go there and you're like, and he's dead, right? You know, and you're alive. Life's random, man. <laughs> you just Carpe gotta, fucking diem. Y- yeah, you just got to roll with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I was cleaning a fucking house today. Who knew? Right, right. And actually, the lady showed up. That was good because it was a same day turnover. Mm-hmm. Lady showed up. I'm like, well, you will you go through and inspect it because <laughs> I can't fucking clean. Oh, you did it solo? I did it solo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, I helped Kelly out in the first one. Right. And then what happened was is that, you know, this one was, it was, this first one was like a, a, a huge one, right? Right. But the other one was a small one. So I'm like, well, I'm going to, I helped Kelly out in the first one and then went to the second one and went and did the second one solo. Right. But it was like a little small two bedroom one in Hudson. Like it wasn't big. Yeah. And it was, you know, older house. So whatever. But um, I got it done though. The lady said everything was cool. So. I actually got to clean another one tomorrow. Well, well, again, we've, again, we're, you know, with work and with the, with the girls' business, sometimes they got to turn over way more than they got. And Danielle was working to try to get some more people in. And that was a person was supposed to be there for Saturday. No showed. Yeah. Like, All right. Can you I, I've given you 15 minutes of venting and bitching here. So are you done? All right. I'm done. All right. Cause Mr. Good. Feelings. Yeah. I, I don't think I can take much more. Of Fuck it. you. You know what, man? You know, seriously though, like, you know your, what? Your lack of caring is almost like, I understand a little bit of it's a bit, but a little bit, it ain't a bit. It, no, it's about 50, 50, honestly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because uh, listen, I've been letting you cry on my shoulder for like three days now. Have I not? I have not been able to touch your shoulder or cry well, on your shoulder. Not, you cannot use that. Fi- figuratively. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. no, you have, and you've been nice about it right. when you've actually taken my call. Time's up, motherfucker. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll go with Get that. your shit straight. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Take us to some news. All right. Let's start off with, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you Republicans. What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> All right. So this is a bill from the Florida legislature. Florida bill would require bloggers who write about the governor to register with the state. Let's let me. I'm, I'm gonna lay it out first before we start commenting. All right. Florida I Senator Jason Brodeur wants bloggers who write about Governor DeSantis, a journey, Attorney General Ashley Moody, and other members of the Florida Executive Cabinet. Hold on. By the way, I don't know what this means that they only wrote two of them because there's only four right. and other members of the. Like, why can't you just write out all of them? Right. So, and other members of the Florida Executive Cabinet or legislature should register with the state or face fines. Uh, Brodeur's proposal, Senate Bill 1316, 
Um, information dissemination would require any blogger writing about government officials to register with the Florida Office of Legislative Services or the Commission on Ethics. In the bill, Brodua wrote that those who write an article, a story, or series of stories about the governor, the lieutenant governor, a cabinet officer, or any member of the legislature and receives or will receive payment for doing so must register with the state within five days after the publication of an article that mentions an elected staff official. If another blog post is added to the blog, the blogger would then be required to submit monthly reports on the 10th of each month with the appropriate state office. They would not have to submit a report on months where no content is published. For blog posts that concern an elected member of the legislature or an officer of the executive branch, branch monthly reports must disclose the amount of compensation received for the coverage rounded to the nearest $10 value. If compensation is paid for a series of posts or for a specific amount of time, the blogger would be required to disclose the total amount to be received upon publication of the first post and in said series or time frame. All right, let's just stop reading the bill here. Well, there's, hold on, hold on here. There's one thing that I did want to make sure. Let me see here. Um, Let me get to it. Explicitly, the blogger rule would not apply to newspapers or similar publications under Bordeaux's proposed legislation. Right. I wanted to make that point because for all the talk from the Republicans about how the mainstream media isn't fair to them, they wrote a rule specifically giving them the exemption in order for them to not have to do this to the newspapers because they know it was going to lose if they got the newspapers involved. Uh, it, look, first of all, let's let's take this from the perspective of reality. This bill will never see a committee. This bill will never see a House vote. This bill will never see a Senate vote. This bill will never, ever, ever become law. Okay? So that makes me question why this bill was written at all. You see what I'm saying? Um, so, well, uh, hold on a second, though. I don't necessarily... Hold on. I don't necessarily agree with you on this one, by the way. Oh. I, okay, you only gave me the bill text on it, though. You didn't give me the... Damn it, you didn't give me the other thing. Hold on, let me look this up. Right. Make your point that you were going to make. Well, first of all, it's, it's Florida Senator uh, Jason uh, Brodor of uh, Lake Mary, who's the one who introduced this bill. And... The first thing we have to acknowledge is this is, without question, the clearest and most, you know, just blatant violation of the First Amendment to the United States Constitution, that this will never, ever, ever withstand any legal challenge whatsoever. Um, And the vast majority of the legislature knows this. The governor knows this. Um, now, I can't imagine, and here's a really interesting thing, is that this senator, um, he has to know, well, he might not, he might be just so fucking stupid that he has no idea what a can of worms he just opened, you know. This has made international news already, okay, this stupid little bill that's never going anywhere. So, either he's the dumbest member of the legislature who, A, 
doesn't realize uh, that we have this thing called the Constitution and that it uh, prohibits uh, any government from restricting free speech and restricting the free press, uh, which this is clearly doing both. Um, And uh, he also doesn't realize that this would never pass. Or he's doing this to give fodder to hurt DeSantis. And I think that could actually be his motivation here. Because you got to understand that the world that we live in is a soundbite world. And most of the people hearing about this story, you're just going to hear Florida, you know, has bill to, you know, outlaw bloggers who talk bad about the governor. So everybody across the country who just reads the headline to the story in the first paragraph is going to think that DeSantis is behind this because it benefits him. You see what I'm saying? So either this guy is so stupid that he could never figure that out or he's doing it intentionally. Now, if he's doing it intentionally, who do you think would be behind that? Who do you think would be supporting that effort? Okay, hold on a second here. Are you saying that this is a Trump thing? Yeah. It's clearly. You think that Brodeur is doing this because he likes Trump and he wants to make DeSantis look bad? Yes. There's there's only one of two possibilities. That's that's some 3D fucking chess shit right there. There's only one of two possibilities. Either he is, like, so stupid. And that is a possibility. I can't. I can't totally rule out the fact that this guy is just a f- utter fucking moron. And he's like, oh, look, look, this will be a great bill. And, and nobody can say anything bad about DeSantis. And, 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 and that'll make him well, happy. It's not just him, though. It's, it's the legislature as well. I, I get that in general. But I, I'm just saying the way the media has focused this, it's been DeSantis, right? Well, yeah, yeah, because right. he's the governor. Of course. Well, no, because he is a presidential candidate. Well, not That's yet. why. No, no, no. I'm saying... He, this guy had to know that. And if he didn't, he's just an idiot. And if he did know this and he went ahead with it anyway, knowing that there would be significant political fallout for the optics of it, like, oh, the governor's trying to prevent anyone from saying anything bad about him um, by law, which is unconstitutional. So if he knew that, then he would have to have a motivation for that. And it would be to damage DeSantis's uh, presidential bid. Yeah, you know, there's there's no other there's no other possibility. Either this guy is a a, a, mor- a complete moron, or he's a, a pretty savvy political strategist who is on Trump's side. Okay, so let me just okay let me let me throw let me throw a little ice on what you're talking about here. Okay. On his on his on his website for his endorsements, it, he's endorsed by DeSantis. I realize that, but here's who's not on there. Right. Trump. Right. Normally the guys in the position that you're talking about are would have Trump up there. Right. So that throws a little bit it of It does. It does, but you know, you know how these guys are. But again, and I, I I can't rule out the possibility that he's just literally a fucking moron. That he knows less about uh the constitution and how government works than the average fifth grader, which is quite possible. You know, <laughs> I mean, clearly, clearly that anyone who has even, you know, read the Bill of Rights is going to say this. You can, you just can't do this. This is clear. This is settled law. This there's so much case law that would, you know, um, uh, prohibit this. Um, so that's why I say this bill is going nowhere. 
it's it's not even going to make it to a committee. There's not a committee chair that is going to put this on their committee. And folks, if you don't know the way it works, that a bill has to go through two committees before it goes to a floor vote. So it has to be passed by two committees. This bill is never even going to get voted on in a committee. It's just going to die in the printing office, essentially. So, yeah, it, it we don't have to worry about this actually going anywhere. The only thing that's interesting about this is the political fallout from it. And the one that is paying the price is absolutely going to be DeSantis. He's yeah. definitely well. DeSantis is definitely going to pay a price for this one. I'm yeah. not saying that he's not, but at the same time, like this is just, oh my god, this is so bad. Now there's another one. There's another bill up there, <laughs> and again, this is a, oh, is this place? This bill? one's kind of funny. Like <laughs> this one's a little funny. Now it's it's also a waste of time. Yeah, but it's a little funny. Florida Republican proposes new bill to cancel states Democrat Party. So this new act aims to ban any political party that once included slavery in their platform from running in the state, including the Florida Democrat Party. So there's only one. Again, you got to remember the history of political parties. The Republican Party was actually formed as the anti-slavery party. party. Right. And so. And the the, Democrats at the time were pro-slavery. Yes, at the time they were pro-slavery. So the so-called Ultimate Cancel Act would direct the Florida Division of Elections to immediately cancel the filings of a political party to include its registration and approved status as a political party if the party's platform previously advocated for or been in support of slavery or involuntary servitude. Okay. Let me just say this, and this is a, a Blaze Ingoglia, um, who is an asshole. <laughs> He's just an like, asshole. Like, I can't stand that In a that weird guy. way, I, I, like, I'm, you you're like not wrong, Blaze. but I like it. I don't understand why you like you know what I You know what? You want to know why? Because every time, even when he's been an ass, he's been up front with me as an ass. And there's something to be and said for that. And he's not dumb. Okay. No, he's not stupid. He's not dumb. Oh, and here, that, it kind of proves my point. Because this is a bill that he put in knowing 100% without question it was going nowhere. No, this bill will go nowhere. nowhere. But it got some press, and it was a, what was it? Who does it hurt? It hurts the Democratic Party. Yes. So when these guys do these bills like this, a lot of times they just do them knowing that there's no prayer of it passing. I mean, like 0% chance, not even a 1% chance, a 0% chance this bill is going to pass, right? But they know that the media catch wins with it. They run with it. It makes for a good headline. It makes for a good first paragraph. And that's all they care about. And that is why I think uh, that uh, the other bill is is the same well, thing. Let me read. Let me read something here. This is from Blaze because he got quoted. Right. The reason behind filing this bill is that I was I was tired of left, leftist Democrats canceling people, places, and things for occurrences that happened centuries ago regarding slavery. And Goglia told Fox News Digital, I always thought it was hypocritical that members of the Democrat Party would cancel others under those auspices, knowing fully knowing that under the same metric, their party should be canceled itself for years and decades of advocating a pro-slavery position in their own party platform. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Again, waste of time. But he's got a point. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a point. No, nope, there's a point. No. Here's the thing. When it's, you it's hear the gotcha. Democrats it's, get it mad at tr- Jefferson and George Washington and that those guys should be canceled for the, their views on fucking slavery. Well, that is true. Like, yeah. you look, if you look, it, again, by that metric, yeah. 
it makes sense. Yeah. It, well, it's going nowhere. For, by the it, way. Exactly. It, <laughs> none of these are going anywhere. These are all just political games that they play. But well, and then there was a point that hey, look, and there was a point that another friend Hallman made, okay. which is that if you got time for this, then you got time to put up constitutional carry, and you said you were going to do it, and you didn't do it. <laughs> did he tell Blaze? Oh, Hallman was passed. Did he? Did he actually talk to Blaze? No, no, no. Oh, he okay. didn't. No, he wouldn't. He, he again. He I, look. I'm the only person I know that actually likes him. Yeah, I. Nobody else. Everybody else I know hates him. I like, and I don't know what it is. You know what it is. He probably, said something nice about he you. He probably one time. said something That's, nice to me one you time. You will. You will I like am, the worst human. If if Hitler said I like your haircut, you would still support him today. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm not. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Like I'm a sucker for somebody that says something nice to me. Yeah. Hey, if you ever want to get on Alex's good side, like forever, just compliment him one time. Oh, no, it it happened today. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. What happened today? I'm not going to, I can't tell it. Oh, okay. You can't tell that story. No, I can't tell that story, (laughs) but it totally happened today. Yeah. So I, I, it's, it's just one of these things, man. It is. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. It is a severe weakness of mine. Yeah. Yeah, it truly is. Amongst many weaknesses of mine. You, you are like a baby duck, man. Just imprinting on whoever says something nice Somebody says something nice about me, man. I can't. I can't fucking, like, if you say something nice, I can't be mad. It's, you know, I'm it's the same other thing way. with Trump, by the way. I'm the actual other way. And when somebody says something nice to me, I'm like, what are you angling for? <laughs> That's my first thought. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm a little jaded. You're yeah. such a jaded cynic. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little oh, bit and cynic. Speaking of being jaded cynics, I guess the FBI's on our side now with... Uh, being a cons- you wild conspiracy theorist, you right? How dare they not follow the science? And the Department of Energy, right? <laughs> How dare you guys not follow the? Yeah. So now you've got more and more government agencies, uh, the FBI, uh, which came out a little while ago, and now the Department of Energy agree that the uh, Wuhan lab leak is the most likely cause of COVID nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, just hang on a second. And let me not bask. to pat ourselves. I'm going to bask. Right. Go ahead and bask. Right. Hold on. Let it all in. Let the basking in. Let it in. Because we called it from the jump. Right. Well, a lot of people did because it was fucking obvious. Yeah, it didn't I, take I mean, much. It was not a leap of logic. It was like the most plausible scenario by far. Right. Oh, oh, look. Hey, we got a lab here that is literally working on the coronavirus and trying to make it go from bats to humans. And then somehow, parallel, unrelated, in a market two miles down the road, uh, it jumped from bats to humans. That, it had to just be a natural, just a one in a million occurrence at that wet market, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it was just, it was so ridiculous from the get-go. But here's the difference. This is the difference. Now, they're shifting the blame to the Chinese, which, yes, absolutely, the Chinese are to blame, but... So is the National Institute for Health. Yeah. Well, so no, is Pfizer. But hold on so no. is Johnson & Johnson. Here, so is Carnegie Mellon University. So are all the people that funded the gain-of-function research, including Fauci, who signed off on it. Exactly. Yes. Oh, and Trump, who let it go, who let it go by the way. Exactly. He, he, Obama, it was banned. When Trump got in there, they let him do it. Again, there's, there's blame to go around in a lot of different places right now. And the, the uh, hold on. The other thing is this: when you go back and you think about it, when the lab leak theory was considered the racist theory, it was racist. 
it was a conspiracy theory. It would get you kicked off Facebook. <laughs> it would Twitter? get you canceled on Twitter. Now, here's the you thing, know. though. What's more racist, that a lab did it or that you got it out of a fucking market? <laughs> right. Like, when because you they go eat dogs. back and think about it, <laughs> right. like... Hold on, it was the it was their it was their diet that yeah. was the one it, like that's not the racist part. It was the primitive monkey eating people. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which they are. <laughs> yep. So it, even even though it might have been considered racist by some, it ain't wrong. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is though? Like it how how not funny, but how sad is it that literally they didn't have a argument against what we were saying? They just would go, well, that's racist. Right. Like, are you, like, these, these, these rational, follow the science people just jump to, it's racist. Oh, look, look, you know. And somehow they don't think that they're the bad guys. You got to remember that, you know, shit, the New York Times was telling us Saddam who had weapons of mass destruction. God, you know what I'm saying? The mainstream just, media right. lies. Yeah. Hold on. So it was not just the mainstream media and so many media outlets. Like when you go back and you look, when you go back and you look at the receipts on this one. Right. Look, there are so many people. Like right. they, did, they just did an article about. And how, you were bullied and marginalized if you said, hey, wait a second. Let's let's talk about this lab leak theory, because that seems pretty plausible. Oh, no. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Look what they did when John, like John Stewart conspiracy. did it on Colbert. Right. And then they called him like a wacky right winger for you know for right like they, they and he was racist and this and like yeah yeah and that's the world we live in man it's it's and it's so hard and i do i do understand why some people go off the deep end because when you see something play out like this when you actually have a long enough memory to remember from the beginning of this pandemic to where we are today how many times we relied to and not only how many times we relied to how many times the thing that's eventually turned out to be the truth was ridiculed and and just ostracized you know by the establishment by the media by the government if you said the things that turned out to be true at that time you were you know bullied into submission well and now yeah. there, and now there's articles um yeah it was Emily Oster and I'll put this one in the show notes as well but let's declare a pandemic amnesty and basically what she's saying is she's like, okay, so a lot of the people that were, um, that were, you know, that, that, that called it like we called it right. were right. There's a lot of people that were wrong, but the people that were wrong should be forgiven for it and that we should, you know, like we should yeah. find a way to move forward. Yeah. They, no, no, no accountability. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. <laughs> why would anything be different this time? Here's the <laughs> They thing. never have any accountability. Look, here's the thing. That requires that somebody actually admits that they were wrong. Right. And they're not admitting that they were wrong. No, they're acting like, you know, after really carefully analyzing this and and doing a deep investigation, it didn't take any of that. Like, you know, I, it's like, I, we didn't have all the facts. Yes, you did have all the facts at the time. Yeah. You were the United States government and at least two of the companies that were manufacturing the vaccines had people in that lab they were funding the operations in that lab they knew everything that was going on in that lab we have emails that have been released showing the communications between all these people yeah i I mean they did know everything at the time they knew for a fact that it was a lab leak and they lied to us yeah and now and just like they lied right from the jump they lied up at the jump saying oh you know you don't need a mask right 
You know, yeah. oh, Trump's racist for shutting down um, and a for big, shutting down uh, uh, travel from China. And a big chunk of it was Fauci and others covering their own ass. Yes, because they know without a shadow of a doubt that they if it did. really came out, yep. that ultimately Fauci has culpability for the deaths of millions of people. Yeah, because it, it, literally it's been studied now and the original strain was genetically identical to what they were working on the lab genetically identical before the the mutations the first strain yeah. was genetically identical to what they're working on well and in the, and, and, and another in another effort to uh show that you know uh the lack of transparency is bipartisan house dims signal oppositions to declassifying info on covid19 origins of, of course they do of course they are yeah yeah like again why when the lie li- is that big and the lie has that great of consequences you will see your government become the most bipartisan they've ever been. Yeah, well, because the Republicans aren't going to do anything about this. No, of course not. No, they don't care either. They were just as wrapped up in it as we were. Well, remember, they, it was the Democrats it was, were. It yeah, was, you know, when when it comes, look, and re- remember in the beginning too, Trump was all up on Fauci's dick, right? All until he wasn't, he was. Right. So I, I right. and he, at any time he could have fired Fauci, and you know what? Fauci maintained his job all the way to the That's end. That's right. That's right. Everybody needs to remember that Fauci worked for Trump yeah. through the entire pan- well through most of the pandemic. And remember this too: DeSantis closed fucking Florida down too. Yep, he did. You know, like again, if we're looking for some fucking, he receipts opened it here, quicker than most states. No, so you gotta I'll give him a little. Him, no, I'll for give that. him that. But he fucking closed it down he just did. like everybody did. He did. These guys, these none of them that were in no. office right now deserve anything but hate and derision. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, they, they need to be held accountable. Word, derision. They need to... Uh, um, they need to be held accountable. It just makes me think of Pink Floyd, uh, Another Brick in the Wall, Part 2. Ah. Huh? Yeah. By pouring their derision upon anything we did, exposing every weakness, however carefully hidden by the kids. Oh, I got you. That's about the only time I've ever heard the word derision used. Mm. Now that I think about it. So, yeah, that that is a 50-cent word. Oh, I get 50. You get 50. Nice. You get 50 on derision. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I'll I'm, never be able to find a way to use it again. Though. I'm going with accountability. Yeah. No, no, no. These people should be held accountable. Yeah. And they, but here's the thing. They're not. They're not going to be. <laughs> They're not, not. going to be. Of None of them not. are. It's that's not a thing that's going to happen. You, you know, you have to. You get, just have to just look. The only good thing about it is, is that nobody believes these people or very few Americans believe the government now. Oh, I know. I know. Like that number is skyrocketing, but unfortunately, a significant number now are so distrustful of everything that they'll believe anything. You well, know, that is another problem. That's no, no, becoming no, more the, and more of a problem. Well, yeah, because the grifters are out there, and the grifters are well, are, not only the grifters, just the the stupid. You know, well, no, no, I'm saying the grifters are taking advantage of the stupid. The, yeah, in some cases, yeah, in a lot of cases, yeah, the grifters ain't dumb. No, they wouldn't be grifters. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. they were dumb, they'd be just be the stupid. Ah, oh, man, it's it's so frustrating. But by the same token, it's it's like at least I'm able to kind of look at it almost as a detached, you know, uh, non uh, non interested party. You well, yeah, you're, you're you're no no yeah. no you're you're like yeah. Carlin. You know, you got a ticket yeah. to the show. If you're in America, you got a front row seat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, which again, you know, going Carlin. Yeah. Makes more sense by the day. Absolutely, it really does, man. Because, like, you know, it's 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 a lot easier. <sighs> it's a lot easier. It yeah. really is. Because, I, you know, when I stopped getting mad at all, because I used to get so mad 
at all this. I used to just be angry all the time at what at things that I had no control over. And then once I finally realized that it's, you know, it's it's uh, the serenity prayer, uh, Lord, grant me the uh, uh, whatever, the, 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 the something. Uh, basically, don't sweat the small stuff and be able to figure out the difference. That's not it. God put it, that, huh? That's what, that's what God, that's how God talked to me. You know, <laughs> when, when I talk to God, he's like, hey, dickhead. Do you know my dad, <laughs> you know my dad scrolled that? You know, I and it's think in a I church saw in that. Iowa. Yeah. It, oh, is it really? Okay. It's at a church. Didn't he have one in his house too? Uh, I, I seem to remember seeing that in your your dad's either garage uh, or in your your, I don't your know. folks' house. Or I don't something. know. Yeah. So it's um. Well, you should remember it then. God grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. There you go. There you go. I, t- I got to tell you, my dad did beautiful scroll work on yeah. that one, though. Like it's, a, it's I, I, I love going to that. It's and it's such a picturesque church. It's literally on the corner of two dirt roads. Yeah, but it's a big brick ash church. Like yeah. it's beautiful. I mean, I shouldn't say brick ash, but it's just, it's a beautiful <laughs> church. It's a beautiful church, like built in like thirty one or something like that, like nineteen thirty one. Nice. I just happen to know that I remember seeing the. You know how it's weird things you pick up. Yeah, we used to do family reunions there when I was a kid in Iowa. Nice. Yeah. yeah look at you. Still go up there every once yeah. in a while. It might. It might my dad's ashes are just down the street, along with some uh, popcorn. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, did I not tell that Your story dad's on the ashes air? Ashes and popcorn. Did I not tell that story on the air? I don't hold know on, if you did. Hold on, I'll tell. All right. So when my dad died, we took his. He wanted his ashes spread at a, at the the family cemetery. I guess there's a bunch of Snickers in one in this cemetery. It's a very small cemetery, by the way. It's not right. big. It's just, and again, it's on a dirt road, man. It's right. beautiful, right? Yeah. In a cornfield, you know. Like, they put out a little bit of that cornfield just to be able to put fucking people's, just nice. put dead Snickers. Um, <laughs> so I go up there with my dad's ashes. And so everybody's, you know, the whole family's around and everybody. Right. Now, I never opened up where my dad's ashes were in, right? Right. Because I didn't think that for a dead ashes, you needed packing peanuts. <laughs> and it was a windy day. I opened this thing up. Peanuts coming out. And then I'm I'm pouring my dad's ashes, so my dad's ashes are on the peanuts as they're going around, and everybody's watching me doing this. Oh, that's good. You can't make this shit up. That's good. Well, at least you didn't Big Lebowski it and throw it in everyone's faces. No, no, I didn't do that. At least everybody was far enough away. No, it was just the peanuts were in there. Yeah. Who puts peanuts in there, by the way? Well, There's no need for that. It was probably in a cardboard box, right? That was a plastic one. It was it was it was a plastic one like this big. Like that was it. There was enough packing peanuts for like this much. Okay. That was it. But there was like 10 packing peanuts. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't too much to, you know, it wasn't 10,000. Oh, know? well, how big was my dad? My dad but normally you would take like the urn out first. It wasn't, we, we were too cheap for that. We, didn't get an urn. <laughs> we were just going to spread it. What do we fucking need an oh, urn for? But they just give you a Ziploc bag or? Well, no, they put them in like a cheap ass plastic box. Oh, okay. And okay. it was in a plastic bag inside of that. Right, right. You know, you end up dead. You're just in a plastic freaking bag in a <laughs> right. plastic box that somebody's going to spread out over some freaking yeah, thing that's going to get yeah. mowed in a week anyway. I don't know if I'd want to be cremated just for that reason. It's no, like, I actually want to be buried in that cemetery. Yeah. I, that's I, actually, I want to be buried in that cemetery. I don't, I don't want my, uh, you know, like, for example, my grandkids have to go, you know, 40 years after I'm dead. What the hell are we going to do with these? <laughs> we got to put this on a shelf somewhere? What do we, you know, I, I wouldn't want that. No, you know? I actually want to be buried in that cemetery, actually. Yeah. I, I, I truly do. I want to be buried in I that I think I'd cemetery. rather be, like, eaten or something once I'm dead, you know? Like, 
just throw my body in the gulf and let the critters have it. You know, at least you're doing something. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm a little too selfish for that. Really? Yeah. I want want to be buried in that cemetery. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, hey, speaking of uh, where to get buried, I I think Putin is uh, uh, another day closer. Come on, man. Make it to July 1st, man. (laughs) So, Oh, my God. I I don't know whether to think. Here's the thing. After the news this week, I actually don't know if I'm feeling more positive or negative about this whole bet. Well, tell me like, why. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of weirded out by it. Okay, and for, for those listeners who don't know, we have a silver dollar bet. Um, I say that before July 1st of this year, Putin will either be deposed or dead. Okay? Um, so he will be it's, out of power. Yeah, dead. We, I, I thought we, I thought, no, was, we said, I thought the bet was dead. It's out of power. Okay. I All think right. dead is, is possible, but that's not the only way. He, he might right. be deposed. So yeah. out, out of power. So yeah. out of power. Okay, right. we'll go with that. So uh, more and more uh, this week, we're seeing uh, more and more um, uh, rumblings of that, you know. Uh, well, people are saying stuff. Yeah. So says Putin will die in office or with bullets in his back as despots futures predicted. Right. So it, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether he's going to, again, I'm, part of me thinks he's not, well, but the thing is this, they're also, they got a big push going right now. They're going to be willing to. You know they're 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 um, they're trying to overtake uh, yeah. back Bakhmut. Bakhmut, yeah, it's it's just more meat grinder stuff, and they might actually take Bakhmut, but it's it's really it's strategically pretty insignificant. But they have been just throwing wave after wave after wave of of troops at it, and like you know, the Ukrainians are killing them at a rate of you know at ten to fifteen to one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just a, it's a slaughterhouse. Uh, for the Russians, but for some reason they think that that is some type of you know critical victory for them. Yeah, but, and so Russia braces for civil war chaos as Kremlin opposition votes for uh, revolutionary act. The revolutionary act called for called for the dissolution of the Russian Federation along with the removal of all powers from President Putin and government institutions. Right. So again, it's you got you do have some forces that are in Russia right now that are trying to. Um, Get rid of Putin, but I mean, oh no, they, no, they're not in Russia. Oh, they're outside. Yeah, of Yeah, they're outside of. They're Russians, but they <laughs> they can't step foot in Russia. Not right now. Yeah, because they, they'd be dead. So, but these are prominent Russians who are uh, members of the opposition, and if there is a um, you know any type of uprising or you know uh, revolution in Russia, these will you know likely be some of the people who are take power. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're they're essentially in exile right now. So um, now another interesting thing: uh, presumably, Ukraine was able to launch an attack on Russia this week using a drone swarm, and it wasn't you know incredibly effective, but they did hit a few targets and and do some significant damage. And if nothing else, they really got under the craw of the the Russians and into the uh, the Russian government and into the psyche of the Russian people. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh look this is a this is a big bad deal over here, man. Yeah. yeah. Like this could break out into World War 3. We don't know what's going to I mean, it all depends like if they're going to get rid I of Putin, so. they got to get rid of him quick though cuz this the, I mean, he, well, he could call for the nukes, but then again, they'd have to actually want to do it, and yeah, he's probably going to... I, I don't think this part of it is going to go World War Three. The only thing that might actually trigger anything that could really be called World War Three is if um China goes early and uh, attacks Taiwan, 
and then also forms an alliance with Russia. And well, it, they already have an alliance with Russia right well, now. Well, they do, but it's they're hedging their bets on it. Um, so they're not they're not overtly giving them weapons. They're not overtly doing a lot of the things that they could be doing. They're doing a little of it behind, uh, you know, through back channels, but not even all that much. Yeah. But if um, if uh, China does want to go early on Taiwan, and there are some indications that China may want to go early on Taiwan because they've just taken another move to oust a whole bunch of uh, you know high-ranking executives in a lot of companies and also uh, replace some of the economic ministers with generals. Um, so they're they're essentially converting the Chinese economic engine into a a war um, engine. You see what I'm saying? You got an article for that? Uh, you I don't know, think you I, I I don't think I put anything in there, but uh, I was reading a bunch on it this week. Okay. Uh, no big deal. I'll pull something up here, but uh, yeah. So Xi Jinping is essentially kind of reconfiguring his um, his civilian economic. Uh, you know, uh, government posts with, uh, you know, generals from the uh, People's Liberation Army and also has been arresting uh, a lot of top level executives at some very big companies on, quote unquote, corruption charges. But it really what it looks like, he's he's putting in people who would be much more uh, sympathetic to um, a government, essentially kind of like a fascist type, you know, uh, government situation where. Uh, the government would have more control of these corporations and also could generate profit and move it towards their war effort. I got you. Um, so that's a that's a that's a real sign that they might go early on Taiwan. And if they do and they decide to align with Russia, then clearly it's World War Three. There's just no way around it. Whew. You know, it just hopefully it stays conventional. Well, from my perspective, eh, nuclear war might not be that bad. It might give us a chance to. Yeah, but we're dead. If that's reset. The case. Eh, maybe. Maybe not. We're too yeah. close to McDill. No, we're not. We're not that close to McDill. We're too close to McDill. No, you, you don't know. You're going to be growing a third arm. You're, you're close <laughs> enough for a third arm, I'll tell you that right now. No. Look, even if they were to hit it with 100 megaton, you'd definitely be fine. I'd have, you know, I'd be not great, but it'd definitely be survivable from where I'm at. But, you know, the real thing would be the fallout from the prevailing winds, you know. It would really depend on which way the wind's blowing. Mm. Didn't you take NBC in the Marine Corps? Yeah, I did. I did, but, you know. Well, uh, you know the, the fallout radiuses and stuff like that, and, you know, you know, it, it, you took the nuclear, biological, and chemical uh, uh, training. You know, you should know all this stuff. But anyway, um, what are you looking up? He's typing way furiously, Flo. Uh, what is the f- follow? F- fallow. 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 <laughs> fallout. No. the fallout radius of a nuclear bomb? Uh, it depends. I, I, it depends on whether it's a ground burst or an air burst. If it's an air burst, there's not much, uh, uh, you know, at least alpha radiation fallout uh, because, you know, there's not a lot of material from the ground, radioactive debris and dust being kicked up in the upper atmosphere. If it's oh, wow. a ground I feel, burst. I actually do feel a little bit better now. Yeah, I told you. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, even in a, in a full-scale nuclear exchange, probably, you know, a third of the population is uh, of the U.S. would survive it, you know. Now, depending on the— Well, it's the, but after that is when everything goes shit. Yeah, then it goes for shit for a really long time, you know. Then uh, then it's uh, back to, uh, 
you know, uh, Stone Age, <laughs> not quite Stone Age. I mean, we still know what we know. Uh, it just takes a long time to uh, to rebuild that stuff. But, you know, from my perspective, uh, with uh, my fear, my belief that technology and AI and things like that are actually becoming a a true, honest to God, existential threat to mankind, that a little bit of technological reset might not be a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, and, to save the species, I, I would hate to see an assistant a, a situation where billions of people die. Clearly, that's not my objective. But if it's that or the extinction of the species, you know, you're going with that. Yeah, right. Well, and then, but the other way in which, so there's thermonuclear blast, and then there's the sun. And it looks like you're getting some good news on the sun aspect, so the sun you is know, about to get more active than it has for a decade, and it could lead to power outages, Adrian, grounded flights, hang on, stunning first, auroras. First, I'm going to say that the sun is such a fucking cock tease. <laughs> the goddamn sun is always giving me these like solar storms oh, we're gonna and coronal mass ejections and solar flares and, you know... At best, we're getting Aurora Borealis in, in Toledo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, for Christ's sake, Soul, can you not send a fucking massive flare in our I don't direction? Think I don't think you're praying to the sun god enough. <laughs> Apparently, I need to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you really shouldn't have been so negative towards that man when you knew him. <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> And any and anyone out there who gets that joke and is laughing right now, fuck you too. Oh, hold on, hold on. If you get the joke, then that's good on you. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, so yeah, but the the sun is going into a more active cycle. There's been a lot of solar storms and things like that. So my modern Carrington invent uh, could be on the horizon. Let's hope so because that's a way we could actually wipe out all our technology without killing a lot of people. You know? Well, still a lot of people are going to die. Well, yeah, if they, if they you know. Can't. I mean, we're talking 25% of the population of the Earth are dead. I don't think it'd be that high. Oh, yeah. I, I think we could probably quickly figure out how to. Power's out for a day. Have you seen the lines? Yeah, good point. Good point. And there's always that poll that, like, it, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of two-thirds of the American people think that they would die if the power went out for two weeks. Yeah. You know. Oh, no, no, no. It's it, Look, if, again, it would be. Well, it would be mass chaos. Oh yeah. I, oh well, yeah. Because the whole infrastructure of the country would break down. There, there would be no distribution. There'd be no gas. There'd be no food at the grocery store. There'd be no well, you know, nothing. You yeah. know, we would very quickly have to figure out how to reorganize our local. Shooting other people. Yeah, that's and... true. It, it would be. It would be bad. It would be very bad for a while. Yeah. So, but it's a it's a <laughs> it's a lot better outcome than uh, nuclear war. So, or AI taking and, over. And both are, are much better than AI taking over and eventually just uh, either enslaving or eradicating us. And speaking of AI. Oh, God. I, this is... Why? 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 Article this week. Scientists now want to create AI using real human brain cells. By the way, this is a Terminator DFC. Yeah, this... Uh, of course it's Terminator DFC. Uh, this is... And this is not some... You know, crazy scientists coming up with a single paper. This is, and I'll read from the article. In a new article published on Tuesday in Frontiers, a large international collaboration led by researchers at Johns Hopkins University details how brain machine technologies are the newest frontier in biocomputing and provides a roadmap as to how to make it a reality. As the paper explains, organoid... <laughs> That, that just sounds evil. Organoid intelligence. That does not sound O-I. Evil. 
OI is the new catchphrase. Oh, for my God. Organoid. Organoid. What a horrible word that is. I yeah, mean, just, I don't, the, the, like, just the thought of that word, you know, that does sound like it was in some kind of a horror movie. Exactly. I was just thinking that. It's like I'm picturing a dystopian sci-fi movie where it's like everybody is running and hiding from the organoids. Well, no, it's, it's, it starts with the scientists. Right. And they're like, we have this new organoid intelligence. And then that's the thing that kills us all. Yeah. As the paper explains, organoid intelligence is an emerging field where researchers are developing biological computing using 3D cultures of human brain cells, quote, brain organoids, Jesus Christ. and brain-machine interface technologies. <laughs> Folks, this is so bad. This is so bad. Um, uh, more bad stuff on the AI front is now you have uh, actually states now, uh, in this case, Venezuela, Using deepfake AI um, to create U.S. known U.S. newscasters actually delivering news that ain't true. I mean, and that's when I first saw the deepfakes, you know, that was what I immediately thought is that you we are going to get to a point soon where you cannot trust any video of anything or any audio recording of anything. And we're already pretty much there. I mean, we're we're there. Um, so they are actually making these AIs that are very hard to distinguish. I mean, you almost have to be a, uh, a, a professional in order to distinguish these things from reality. They are so and perfect. It's so cheap to do it. Oh, yeah. It's like. Like you can sign up for like 30 bucks a month and well, have this done. You're seeing them now on, on like uh, 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 TikTok and Reddit, you know, people just making them for fun. Yeah. You know, of celebrities and doing and saying things mm-hmm. that they never said or did. And they're getting very good. And even like the free app ones are pretty damn good. When you start actually leveraging real heavy duty AI to do these things and, a, you know, a, a production team and everything like that, it becomes almost indistinguishable without like tearing apart the code. And even then, you can whitewash that. You know, so it's uh, we're really, really in a bad spot when it comes to that. Um, And one more thing on AI, because we're we're close to the end here. Um, Now, cameras uh, with facial recognition are using AI to create a dossier. God, and I said this exact thing in 2011. I said this exact thing in 2011 to create a dossier of not only who you are, where you go, where you frequent, but who you associate with. Yeah. So now what they're doing is they're saying, okay, uh, so we have this face that we recognize as this person, and they're they're with this face that we recognize as this person, and now we put them together. We're going to give that a score. Oh, and now a week later, we see them together in a different location. Okay, so what's the score there? So now they're creating a map of relationships between people using AI to do that. It's just... (laughs) Let me read this from the article. Go ahead. China's government, which has been the most aggressive in using surveillance and AI to control its population, uses co-appearance searches to spot protesters and dissidents by merging Uh video with a vast network of databases, something Ventra, uh, Ventra and other clients would not be able to do, said Connor Healy, director of government research for IPVM, the surveillance research group that hosted Ventra's presentation last year. Their technology could be used to create a more basic version of the Chinese government capabilities, he said. And folks, that's, that's what they're going to use it for is here. to... 
limit your speech and control your actions. I've been saying it for over a decade now, and it's coming true. And I hate to be right about this one. But if you'd like to hear more, because we've got a lot more to talk about, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Become a subscriber, sign up, and we'll see you in our number two. Yes.